All right, everyone, welcome into episode 98 of 98. the BG Podcast. Yep. It's getting close, Wesby. Until retirement? Yeah, and triple digits. But both, honestly. I did have somebody text me this week and said, don't retire. But. Well, they should listen more. <laughs> and they should also think about our football team. Or our sports fandom, like you said. Who was it? We can we can bleep it out. It was Andrew. <laughs> that's how good our uh, it's been ninety eight episodes. That's how good our um, technical savvy is. Did I just hop on here and press record, dog? Yeah, I mean, I just show up occasionally. Honestly, we're coming uh, to you all on a Monday. Which yeah. is odd at 525, which is odd mm-hmm. from not my house, which is normal at this point. <laughs> yeah, getting a little frisky this week. Had some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, obligations. Uh, what I'm trying to say it like interrupts with the meeting time. Uh, uh, inconveniences. No, not like scheduling difficulties. Like, scheduling uh, conflicts? Conflicts, maybe? Yeah, conflicts. Um, so we had to move it up. That's okay. We you got plenty to talk about. You graduated a year early. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, from, not from high school. I never got an undergrad degree. That's never got a bachelor's degree. Yeah. I was all in. If I, I had too many degrees and they all, if I failed out of vet school, I was stuck with three quarters of an animal and dairy science degree. Not really sure where that would have got me. What's the science probably, behind milk? Uh, what do you mean the science? Who do you think is the first person that drank milk? Yeah, that's a that's a deeper question. How did they figure it out? Some freaks out there, man. How they know that? Like, hey, we got to like boil this, or like we're all gonna die. I think that took a long time. I think people just drank it. And is that what, like, the, the average lifespan was, like, 38 years? Yeah, and that, and, like, we just didn't have medicine. They were like, oh, you have a headache? We're going to drill a hole in the side of your head, and that'll help you. Or, like, habitual stuff. That's not the word I'm looking for. Hereditary stuff? No. Uh, like, the medicinal... Um, Herbal? Yeah, that where they're like, go outside and touch that moss and walk around the tree three times and you'll be cured. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Louis Pasteur, I think that's who you have to thank for the fact that you can drink milk, your little warm milk before Betty, Betty by time. I haven't in a while, Ben. Okay. First of all, did you ever drink warm milk or was it cold? No, always cold glass of milk. Yeah. Okay. I always thought the warm milk thing, it helps your tummy, but I just feel like that's weird. It doesn't, it's not, milk is made to be cold. That's why you put it in the fridge. Yeah, but like, I guess babies, like, fresh out the teat, it's probably warm. You know, body heat and stuff. That makes sense to me now. We just drink Episode milk. 98, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, Milk is Weird. <laughs> milk is dope is what it is. It makes your bones strong. It makes you be a strong boy. I uh this is this is gonna sound like 
I am both a narcissistic and b taking a shot at our friend Jared Cox, who's been on the podcast a couple times. Um, whenever I get bored, sometimes I'll just go back and listen to our old drafts because they're funny to me. Mm-hmm. Jared drafting chocolate milk in the first round, second overall of our breakfast draft is still outrageous that we didn't give him grief for that. I mean, chocolate milk's great. No, I yeah. I love it. The coffee was right there. Yeah, it's just not there. But, you know, it's coming from the man that drafted an Arkansas punt return. Like, greatest plays in college football history. It's a sick play. So he at least had, like, his heart was in the right place. His heart was too much in the right place. His heart's always in the right place. It's just... In places he doesn't need it to be. I mean, that's fair. I've I've fumbled the bag tons of times on drafts, so. You know, Your sandwich draft, by the way, was a grilled cheese, PB&J, and ice cream sandwich. <laughs> that go along with my beach draft. It's just I'm a three-year-old. <laughs> Digging a hole, peeing in the ocean, sleeping. Peeing in the ocean is maybe the best pick we've ever had on here. Besides that is, our, our beer draft whenever I took free beer. <laughs> that was a crazy one. It blew my mind. We should do a draft of our best draft picks. It'd be a short list. It, it would be. Like three of them would come from the same draft. Y'all liked my ice cream sandwich play at the time. No, the ice cream sandwich play was stroke of genius from you. <laughs> All right. Are we going to talk about anything that we – Plan to we've, talk about? We've been talking about stuff. I didn't get an agenda, but I have a feeling I know what's on it. There's not much. We'll start off with There's a, a baseball. Lot, yeah. But we'll start off with a little baseball talk. Okay. That's we'll all get, you. We'll get into no, this is not all me. Trust me. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll get into some uh conference realignment talk. <clears throat> and then we have God's gift to the world, SEC football. That'll span oh. the end of part one and all of part two. All right, Busby, I'm pumped. We really should have had Pierce on here for this to answer for the sins of Tim Anderson. Yeah, May he, he rest in anything? peace. <laughs> Who, Pierce? Yeah, he didn't respond to any of the tweets. I, I think he's just I think he's just accepting that his boy can't fight. His boy got knocked silly. I watched Rocky 1, 2, and 4 yesterday. All right. And uh, Tim Anderson squared up like a southpaw. But he's absolutely right-handed. It makes no sense. That's just bad fighting etiquette. I think that's called he's probably never really been in a fight before. Like, I've never really been in a square-up fight. Yeah, but, like, we know the physics behind it, right? Well, you put, like, your right hand back, right? You well, if you're right-handed, yeah, and you want to yeah. – your left foot's going to be out front. Yeah, so you can – you would think you would be, know that from throwing a baseball. Right. It it makes all the sense in the world. Well, But Jose Ramirez just – to be fair, it was a like a wild punch. I don't know what he was thinking was going to happen. Jose Ramirez, that is. Uh, but he connected, and Tim Anderson fell down. At that point, you just got to lay there. Like, you can't get back up. Yeah. Yeah, the problem, yeah, you got to lay down and act like something else happened because it made it worse when he stood up and just stumbled around like he didn't know what planet he was on. Um, 
Yeah, what's the other guy's name? Jose Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Uh, A-Ram. Imagine if he had actually had any juice in that in that punch. <laughs> he was falling, being pulled backwards and falling and just threw his right arm out and knocked him silly. That's the best baseball fight we've seen since uh, Jose, Jose Bautista and Runette Odor. That dude got knocked out, too. Yeah. Runette Odor's punch was a lot cleaner, too. Oh, yeah. I think he just hit him right in the right spot. It looked, it was kind of glancing. It was like it was, a closed fist, too. It was like yeah, this. Like knocked him. I, I realized, Ben, we're 98 episodes in. It, it never fails. At some point, one of us is going to do something make a like motion this. on camera that no one can yeah. see besides us, and we're just going to assume that they know what we're doing. Yeah. It was like a, a slap, but with a fist. Good thing it's not visual. They would know I'd do this podcast butt naked every time. I got what? used to that oddly quick. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, uh, baseball had a fight for the first time in forever. Usually it's just a lot of pushing and shoving and people being like, It just always cracks me up how everybody runs from the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, like what are you guys going to do? Yeah, by the time they're there, it's over with, but they're all coming. The best are the uh, the parks where the bullpens are either stacked on top of each other or, like, one <laughs> yeah. behind the other. I've always wondered, like, do you guys just square up, like, right there in the outfield? Yeah, like, like are y'all that happens? <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Uh, that was funny for the internet. Tim Anderson's going through it still, but it'll be it, – it is what it is. The White Sox are terrible. Yeah. Tough for Tim Anderson stands, which we know one very well. He is a uh, he's a Mississippi boy. Bad look for us, I guess. I actually think he's from Alabama, so that might not actually be true. Now Busby is going to look it up. I know this man too well. Weddle. Yeah, he's from Tuscaloosa. He played junior mm-hmm. college at. ECCC. East Central? Yep. Is that in DCAB? I think it's Decatur, right? Decatur. Yeah, Decatur. He was committed to UAB before he got drafted. Hmm. Tim Anderson facts. (laughs) Well, I mean, he wouldn't have. (laughs) What's next? Commentary alignment. This this is crazy. I don't know how to do the little trumpet noise. Rest in peace to the Pac-12. <laughs> We're down to four Pac-4 teams. What did you just say? Rest in peace to the what? Pac-12. Okay. But you said the Pac-East. I was like, what the hell? No, but there was something funny that came up earlier today that we'll get to here in a second um, that your comment just reminded me of. Um. Yeah, four four lone survivors. Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, Cal. And now there's talks of, like, Oregon State and Washington State just joining the Mountain West. It's um, so sad. It's so, so – I would hate to be a fan of one of those teams. Man, they don't deserve this. Oh, it's tough. Stanford's talking about going independent. Cal's talking about getting rid of football. Or the rumor today – 
Stanford and Cal being approached by the ACC, uh, you will, you will, you may be confused because ACC stands for Atlantic Coast Conference, and yeah. those two schools are both three thousand miles away from the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, this is it's getting weird, man. So, Washington and Oregon went to the pack or the Big Ten. Yep. And Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, Utah went to the Big Twelve. Yep. The Big this Ten. This is all twenty four. Do what? This is all for twenty twenty four. Yeah, both of those conferences, but like the Big Ten in particular, all sorts of cattywampus. Yeah, I mean the, the big... AC, like I mean the the Big Twelve sort of kind of makes sense. They all connect and they just go around the state of New Mexico, which is kind of funny to see. Uh, and the SEC makes sense. They're all touching. Yeah. Um, everybody thought it was weird when AM and Missouri joined, how weird it was going to be. And now look at you it. You see Jimbo say that money's ruining college athletics. I'm like, you work for the school that started this. Yeah. I, I heard a clip from Unnecessary Roughness uh, today that they Casey Smith was saying that the Longhorn Network ruined college football. It's got a. She's got a. I hate Casey Smith. Why'd you do this? <laughs> she has a point. She's got a point. I mean, the conference showed one school in particular so much favoritism that they gave them their own network. And then ACC or ACC Texas A&M was like, "All right, deuces, I'm out. I'm gonna go take all this buku's of money from the SEC and be the only like, Texas." Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's uh, that's Mike Slive. Rest in peace. That was a bad decision. <laughs> he should have snagged Florida State or Clemson whenever he had the chance. I don't know if he ever Dude, had want, the chance. But... I want Florida State so bad. One, because I think it'd be fun. Two, it's close to me, so I could go to games. Um, ben, I hate to be the one to break this to you. You can go to games regardless. I know, but like Mississippi State, like Mississippi State was playing at Florida State. <laughs> you know? I ain't got the kind of money to just roll around to random college football games. Buzz. What do you mean? What? Mr. Moneybags? I'm not Moneybags. You shut your mouth. That's a nice hat, by the way. Thanks, um, I appreciate it. You see what's up underneath it? Oh, yeah. Shaggy dog. Oh, by the way, have you noticed anything different about me? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? This man just cut the cutest smile. I mean, the weirdest smile I've ever seen in my life. I got new specs on. I was about to say, new glasses. Nice. Can you see? I can. I can see how the the old ones, too, but these are a little bit clearer. I can see clear. Okay. Um, So, yeah, the ACC, I hadn't heard that about them reaching out, but I think the ACC is trying to self-preserve at this point because there's been lots of talk about some of those schools leaving. Yeah. Mainly Florida State and Clemson we're talking about. Miami, maybe? Well, like, the ACC is locked into this deal for, like, 15 years, whereas the Big Ten and SEC renegotiate, like, every four or five. But you can leave. You just have to pay a lot of money, right? Yeah. Money doesn't matter anymore. We've talked about this. No, money doesn't exist. About Florida State looking into having private equity fund some things. Did you read that? You said a lot of words that would have immediately turned me off from that article. Like, 
like basically you know like live like they just have private like the pif backing yeah. stuff like aramco could basically sponsor florida state and just pump in millions of dollars so if that happens it's gonna get even more crazy but where does this end up busby that's my question to you where what is the final product in college football say in five years from now you're going to have two major conferences. You're going to have the Big Ten and the SEC. Um, I think eventually the ACC will split apart. I don't think it'll be this year, but next summer, I think you start hearing these big-time rumblings. Uh, the Big 12 is going to be a big conference, but none of those teams at this point really matter all that much, which is unfortunate to say. Um, and the Pac-12 is obviously dead. Okay. So – Second question, is this quote-unquote good or bad for college football? Neither? Is that, is that a cop-out answer? No. It's it's bad in the sense that you lose a lot of tradition. Like, I get that. I get that point of yeah. it. Uh, oddly enough, Notre Dame being independent is, like, the one thing that is still cool. <laughs> uh, as they much were, as we're like, join a real conference. They knew. Um, but it's also still college football and you're going to see like Texas and Alabama play and Oklahoma and Georgia play and USC and Ohio state play and UCLA and Wisconsin play. Like you're going to get all these cool games and I'm going to sit there and watch because I'm a badass and I enjoy college football on my butt. Um, so like I, it's, I don't think it's, I think everything's going to be fine, but from a narrative perspective, it hurts. Yeah, I think. Like, what happens with the Rose Bowl? There's no yeah, Pac-12 team. If I had to lean one way or the other, if you made me choose good or bad, I would probably say bad, just because I think it's gonna basically eliminate a lot of the a lot of teams from being relevant. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Mississippi State's a prime example. Like we could totally get hosed in all of this. That was going to be my follow-up question. Do we get worried at some point that, like, yes, yeah, Alabama and Georgia and Texas and Oklahoma are like, hey, we could get bigger money by breaking apart from the SEC, and then we just get ditched at some point? Yeah, Florida. I mean, we're definitely LSU. What do you think? Bottom four in the SEC. You got Vanderbilt. You got Missouri. Us and Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's yeah. got basketball. I mean, Ole Miss probably or Arkansas. Yeah, uh, I think South Arkansas Carolina. is safe. South Carolina, maybe. South Carolina, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I think we do worry. And the question is, does the SEC stick with? I mean, the f- charter members or whatever they call them. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we don't have to worry about ever getting kicked out of the SEC. Right. It's just people leaving. You, correct. But I don't know if people will. At what point does Georgia? At what point does Georgia call Michigan and they're like, hey, let's just do this whole Super League thing and get it over with? Yeah, or like, does the SEC just become something else? Like, do we get like a Southern Conference and a Northern Conference? It's like the AFC and NFC. Yeah, maybe. And then you kind of just go off of almost like a NFL playoff where you have the South plays through to get to the – championship and the north plays through and then you head up that way i don't know um 
But it's going to be interesting. I don't love it, but I'm not like – you're right that we are going to get better matchups year to year. We're going to get to see some cool matchups. But also traveling for this stuff, at least the money that the, these athletic programs are going to have to put into just traveling. I mean, USC to Rutgers. You're fine. You're going across the country. You mean California and New Jersey are not close to each other? Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I miss we said announced a basketball game with Rutgers today. Yeah, I saw that. Like December the, the 23rd. Classic. It's going to be a good game. Rutgers is good. Christmas. Be a good Christmas. We'll be all cuddled up in our, our gym jams in the cold outside. Probably not. We live in the South. It still gets cold. You Probably remember like last 60. Christmas? Last Christmas gave you my heart. No, I, well, I do remember last Christmas. I don't remember the. It was weather. like zero degrees, like negative wind chill. It was a huge Ooh, cold snap. That's right, I do remember that. We're like in the middle of that. Pipes spell. froze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the uh, the post Christmas box burning was a uh, very chilly this time. Yeah, it was cold. We were in Corinth, and it was like negative thirteen wind chill. Or my parents went to pizza grocery this weekend. Great restaurant. Toaster, they have uh, low key, really good wings. Really? Like an Asian zing sauce. Uh, I'm sure that is something Pete would love to tap into. Yeah, it's on the appetizer menu. They're really good. The one time yeah, I went, I got a calzone, I believe. Calzone's good. Everything there's good. But their wings are, I got them one time. I was like, wow, these are actually really good. Better than Buffalo Reef? No. Buffalo Reef is top tier. I don't understand do. how Buffalo Reef is like a viral sensation. <laughs> For all the people listening to me and Buzzy's random conversation, Buffalo's Reef is a local restaurant here that uh, it's like a sports bar, I would say. Um, and they have really good wings. Busby makes me take him. Not makes me. I like to go. But we go every time he comes to see me. It makes my pantaloons shorter. <laughs> it's like a little, yeah, that was bad. It's, a, it's like a local B-dubs, I would say. Yeah, better in quality. Cheese curds. Ah. <laughs> uh, was there anything else we need to talk about with conference realignment? Uh, No. I mean, You think they still everywhere. carry that Washington State flag to a college game day all the time? Maybe. What is that? Why don't we have a random... By the way, this is West just... Team? Yeah, this is just something personal to me. Um, it cracks me up to no end whenever I see all these Memphis fans complaining that they're still not getting the invite to a big conference. <laughs> you know how many teams there are on the list before you? <laughs> Their stadium is a dump in yeah. the worst part of town. Like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Build a smaller on-campus stadium and then we'll talk. I mean, to be fair... Miami's stadium is like 30 miles away from here. You're playing an NFL stadium, man. You don't have to Miami. worry about loose debris falling on top of you. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like the – what was the old Alabama stadium? Um, Legion Field? Yeah, Legion Field. We used, When I first started going to games with my dad when I was younger, they still would play like one game a year there, kind of like Arkansas does. Arkansas does at War Memorial or whatever it is. Yeah, that place was a dog. They still do that. They don't still do that, do they? No, Legion. I think Legion Field. No, Arkansas, not Alabama. Oh, they did it up until recently. 
I don't know if they still do it. I know now they do that one in Dallas. Yeah. Every year. The Texas AM game. They upgraded. <laughs> they get to go to Jerry's World every year. So. All right, you want to talk some SEC? I know you do. Oh, I see it on your oh face. Oh my gosh. Yes. Can't wait to tell people how doo-doo poo-poo cheeks these pe- some of these teams are. <laughs> when did you start saying doo-doo poo-poo cheeks? It's not doo-doo. Uh, what is it? Stinky poo-poo cheeks? That too. All the like just doo-doo cheeks in general. Stinky P-U. All right. SEC transfer portal additions. You got your Huh? You got your thick notebook out? Brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He came prepared. Uh, quarterbacks, Devin Leary, probably the most notable one in the bunch. Peyton Thorne going to Auburn. Uh, Graham Mertz going to Florida. Spencer Sanders, for some unknown reason, transferring to Ole Miss. Walker Howard, for some unknown reason, transferring to Ole Miss. Running backs, the, uh, probably the biggest one is Brian Batty. He transferred from USF. He had uh, about 1,200 yards rushing last year at USF. He goes to Auburn. Uh, no one knows, but the rumor is that Jarquez Hunter is going to be, if not suspended for the whole year, at least a pretty good chunk of it. Um, you also have Logan Diggs transferring to LSU from Notre Dame and Ray Davis transferring from Vanderbilt to Kentucky. So he upgraded, as much as I hate to say that, because Kentucky is doo-doo. Uh, there's also a Mississippi State one on here. There's also a Mississippi State one on here. We'll just skip that because we're special. We get our own segment. Yeah. Wide receivers. Uh, Auburn got two of them out of the portal. Shane Hooks and Jair Shorter. Uh, Ole Miss got Z- uh, Zachary Franklin from UTSA. I think he had like 80, 90 catches last year at UTSA. Um, I can actually tell you, he had 94 catches. Wow. Yeah. So – there's your Malik Heath replacement and uh, the other guy that got drafted by the Panthers. Wingo, uh, Mingo, Mingo, Mingo. Most overrated dude ever come through. Oh, I'm yes. big. I can run fast. Yeah, you don't put up numbers against anyone that has any talent. Congrats, dog. Uh, okay. Probably the biggest one, Georgia got uh, Dominic Lovett from Missouri. He was second team All-SEC last year. They also snagged our guy, Rara. <laughs> Shocker. Georgia is going to be good. I hate Rara. Trey Knox, transfer well, tight end from Arkansas, ended up at South Carolina. So we'll get to see him again this year. Defensive linemen, there are a couple. Avery Jones transferred to Auburn from East Carolina. If you can't tell, Auburn had a huge transfer class because they needed to, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hugh probably coaxed him with the Old Testament. Yeah, hookers. Gunnar Britton also went to Auburn from Western Kentucky. Uh, Josh Brom went to Arkansas from Florida, so they snag another SEC guy. Um, Dylan Wade also transferred to Auburn, beefing up that defensive line. Offensive line, you have um, 
couple of small school guys, Marquise Cox from Kentucky transferred from Northern Illinois and Marcellus Johnson to Missouri from Eastern Michigan. Defense. You have uh, Isaac Ukwu transferred to Ole Miss. Caleb Banks and Cam Jackson transferred to Florida. Uh, Ole Miss also got Monty Montgomery from Louisville. I think he had like 70 catch or 70 tackles last year. Omar Spates transferred from LSU from transferred to LSU from Oregon State. He was first team Pac 12 last year. Good call on his part. Yeah. Well, little did he know. LSU also got an edge rusher from Texas, Ovi Ogufo. That's just what we're going with. I like it. Yep. And then last but not least, in the back, in the defensive backfield, you had uh, guys like Deuce Chestnut transferred to LSU from Syracuse, Lorondo Johnson to Arkansas from Baylor, Tony Grimes to AM from uh, North Carolina, and then a bunch of other dudes that Mississippi State all snagged. So, you talk about we Mississippi State's class in general? You what? You want to talk about Mississippi State's class in general? Yeah, we can. Yeah, you just want to skip to it? Well, we'll just talk about the transfer class. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Busby has 43 pages right now. Freddie Roberson, wide receiver from? Ben, that's your cue. Freddie Roberson. Uh, I don't know. Well, you're a state grad. Yeah, I am. Eastern Washington. Uh, I knew it was a small school. I wanted to say, like, UTSA, but I knew that was the guy that went to Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, Kamari Rogers, former Mississippi State commit, then decommit, went to Miami. Now he's back. Are you giving positions? Yeah, he's a corner. Okay. Seth Ray Roberson was a wide receiver, by the way. Yvonne Lee, running back transfer, Penn State. Aquarius Spivey, former Mississippi State actual player before he yeah. transferred out. He's back from TCU, tied in. Radar Jones, Radarius Jones, corner from LSU. Horn Lake what High School, stand sick, up. What a sick name for a corner, dude. Freaking Radar. Just boop, boop, ball. <laughs> I don't remember anyone talking about, like, I still have friends that live in DeSoto County and go to high school football games. I don't remember ever hearing this dude's name until he transferred back to – like, I remember him Been going to LSU, and then I remember him coming to Mississippi State. I don't remember anything in between. I don't remember anything from high school. I didn't know he existed until he transferred to State, so. And now he's the best corner we've ever had. Uh, the guy that we need to protect with all of our might, Mike Wright – the Vanderbilt quarterback transfer. Probably not going to play very much, but he's funny, and that's what we appreciate. We like him. Ryland Goaty, the tight end transfer from Georgia. Pretty solid podcast, but he wouldn't shout us out, so we're not going to shout him out. Yeah. Christopher Keys, another corner from Indiana. And then you remember our guy – um Massimo Bascardi. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. He's gone. So now from UCLA, we have a Nicholas Barmir. Nicholas Barmir. Is that how you say it? 
Sure. How do you spell his last name? B-A-R-R dash M-I-R-A. Barmir. All right. I got to get used to saying it because I was all in on Massimo last year. And then this guy, I don't think he's eligible to play this year. He was a late transfer. Sidhu Treor, the tight end slash wide receiver from Colorado. Yeah, has he gotten a waiver? I don't think so. At least I haven't heard of one. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need them to push that through. So if you remember last year, Ben, when we did our SEC preview, we talked about how Mississippi State was hitting the defensive backs hard. It seems like they did the exact same thing this year. Um, Jackie Matthews and Jalen Green and all of them worked out well for him. So hopefully this is the same case. Yeah, the, what was the kid from uh, Alabama? Oh, Marcus Banks. He moved to safety. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, we're going to have some dogs, dude. You you may remember Marcus Banks out there as the man who secured the over in the 2023 yeah. tax. No, is it tax layer? Is that what it was? Is that what we were in? The Gator Bowl? Tax layer Gator Bowl? <laughs> I want to say tax layer, but I don't know if that's right. I'll look it up. But yeah, he ran the fumble all the way back. Yep. Mississippi State Bowl 2020. Um, it was in Reliac Tampa. West. West. Was it the Gator Bowl? No, I don't think so. Uh, it's just ReliaQuest Bowl. Nice. That's so lame. Yeah, 19 to 10. Were we like six and a half? Three and a half. I think it was three and a half. Yeah, we were up three. Yeah, that was lit. And then they got in a fight. They wanted to fight us. That's that's just Mississippi State bowl game stuff. That's just what we do at the end. Dogs. That, that's one of the more funny things was at the end of the uh, Liberty – was it the Liberty Bowl? No, Tulsa? that was the uh, Armed Forces Bowl against Tulsa. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, video on uh, from, like, Snapchat of our players running. I'll be like – I kicked his ass. I kicked his ass. And it's like, this is like five seconds before they just started. Sw- and then he had Mike Leach, God rest his soul, up in yeah. the stands, just taking pictures with fans. The the zoom out from Mike Leach taking selfies <laughs> to the brawl 55 yards away. Is that's always- one of the, that's one of the better moments that we had with Mike Leach. Um, Yeah. God, I miss that guy. Um, I do not miss Malik Heath kicking that guy in the face and then running away, though. What a turd. Remember how miss people uh, crucified him for that and then just signed him? Yep. That's the Ole Miss way. Remember the whenever they uh, they signed that Clemson guy that was taking unsolicited photos of players mm-hmm. in the locker room and selling them on OnlyFans? Yeah. Uh, how many egg bowls did Malik Heath win? Uh. I think it's surely he won one, right? Uh, I don't think so. I, I was, Wait, did, I there's, there's no way. There's no way he went winless, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, what a freaking oh, loser. Man. What a loser. That's, that's that's relatively close to the same number of bowl games A.J. Brown went to. Oh, my gosh. That's true. The mayor of Starkville. Shut up. It's also an oddly similar number to the number of times they've went they've gone to Atlanta as the winner of the SEC West. Yeah, it's zero. What? Yeah. Man, there's no way. Mississippi State did it. What Their granddad said that thing that one time. <laughs> Was it 98? Yeah. 
It's episode 98. It was like 98. Yeah. Nope, that's a Tennessee back. thing. We can't say that. It was like 96. Because well, we played Tennessee that year and they won the national championship. Yeah. We wouldn't have made it had uh, Clint Sterner for Arkansas not tripped on his guy's foot and fumbled. Thank you, Clint. You don't know who that is, do you? No. Uh, remember how Ole Miss would have gone to the SC Championship if fourth uh, and 25 didn't happen? The one time I was glad Hunter Henry was on my side. I was at that game. and You were at that ripple. game? Yeah, it was the first one of the first times I ever hung out with Katie. But, so I was having to be a, a good young gentleman. We left before overtime. How many cold chicken tenders was did it you overtime? Eat that day? It was uh, overtime. Yeah, it wasn't overtime. Um, none because their tailgate's outside the grove. It's over okay. by the Wait, yeah, can you can you have, grill? Yeah, you can have whatever. I think oh. it's just in the grove because the teachers. That is or the teachers, crazy. the trees. Yeah, that's awesome. crazy. Like trees exist and also their tailgate this we're derailing again. Uh is right across from not the tad pad. What's the new one called? Pavilion. Yeah, the pavilion and they have a canes in there. They do have the canes in there. That's sweet. It's literally like right across the street from it, so I always just walk my happy ass right over there. All right. Well, everyone, that's going to wrap us up for part one. Stick us with the th- – Ben. You sounded like Steve Carell and Bruce Almighty. What just happened? Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Clarkson. Uh, <laughs> stick with us through the break, and we will have team totals, breakout players, championship previews, all that on the other side. See you then. All right, everyone, welcome back to this episode of the B-Team Podcast. It's time to really deep dive into our SEC preview. Ben, I have preseason info here. Uh-oh. In the West. No, let's start in the East. In the East, for media days, Georgia had 265 votes to win the East. Tennessee, 14. South Carolina, 3. Kentucky, a lonely 1. And then, Vanderbilt with 8. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know how that. I felt like something like that happened last year too. Yeah, well, there's like four guys that always vote for Vanderbilt, and they doubled this year. Yeah, why? Do, why do they still get to vote? I do not know. Because it's media days and no one actually cares. Yeah, it's fair. We have uh, in the West Alabama with 165 first place votes, LSU with 117, and then with one. Arkansas with three, Auburn with four, Mississippi State with one. Um, Ben, I know we just talked about this, but I forgot. What was the the number of Egg Bowls Malik Heath won? I think we settled on zero. Uh, what about uh bowl games that once again AJ Brown went to? Neil. Neil. Uh, number of times Ole Miss won the SEC West. Um, nada. Really? That's the same number of first place votes that they got at media days. The only SEC West team, which is crazy. We got one. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know who voted for it. They're stupid. Because we were voted last in the West. <laughs> idiot. Uh, Georgia got the most votes for SEC champion, followed by Alabama, LSU, 
Uh, and then it skips way down to Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Auburn, <laughs> and again, us. Somebody has us winning the West or the nope. SEC. Someone has us winning the SEC. Yeah. I think we have just like a homer that's, yeah. That's me. Shock. Auburn uh, got well, two. It's not me. Yeah. Vanderbilt got five. It. Vanderbilt and Tennessee have the same number of votes. Jaden Daniels is your first team All-SEC quarterback. Quinshawn Judkins and uh, Rocket Sanders are your running backs. Malik Neighbors, Lad McConkey, Brock Bowers, you know the drill. They're all going to be there. First team All-SEC. K.J. Jefferson is the second team quarterback. Um, Jace McClellan and Kendall Milton are your second team running backs. That is Alabama and Georgia, respectively, because you have to have them there because you know they're going to put up numbers. Fair. You have Antoine Wells, Brew McCoy, and Ja'Cory Brooks on the second-team offense as far as wide receivers go. Joe Milton is your third-team quarterback. That is strictly a projection, but – That's fair. Yeah. Anaya Not Smith. Like there's Manning another quarterback that's, there. like, set records for passing yards and doesn't look like he's going to slow down, but that's fine. Yeah. Anaya he's Smith. He's got a cannon. A&M. Sorry. Go ahead. Jermaine Burton at Alabama, who is still there somehow. Trey Knox, who we talked about earlier, transfer from uh, Arkansas to South Carolina. Defense, no Mississippi State guys, so who cares? How does Jet Johnson not make a list? Oh, you mean the SEC leading tackler? I have no idea. The real Jay Jettas. <laughs> Boogie Watson's on the second team, though. Yeah. Dog. As was, did this guy go to Meridian High School, Jaheim Otis, or is he from Meridian? No idea. He was a he was a Mississippi State recruit, and he signed with Alabama because why would you not? Probably Meridian High if he's from Meridian. Harold Perkins gonna be awesome. Dallas Turner, awesome. God, LSU's defensive line is gonna be so sick with Mikai <laughs> Wingo and Mason Smith. No problem. And uh, the biggest travesty of them all, we'll go to the specialist side of things, where on second team, all-purpose sits Tulu Griffin. Yeah. Who's first team? Anias Smith. <laughs> kick, all, uh, kick returner. Or the return specialist on the first team was Cooley McKinstry, who did not have a touchdown last year, whereas Tulu Griffin had two. And Tulu Griffin led the league in return yards. But, hey, what do we know? A lot. Yeah. Is that Cooley McKinstry? Is that who you said? Cooley McKinstry. Love that name. Maybe they just oh. gave it because he has a cool name. I mean, I understand it. But again, it's media days playing to the helmet, not the actual like what's going on on the field. Yeah, they still we'll get to. Yeah. All right. Win totals, Ben. We're going to go through each one of these for the SEC. We're not picking out our favorites. We're just going to go through rapid fire over under. Rapid this is fire. All from, this is all from DraftKings. Well, we'll talk about it. But okay. If you want to pull up the schedules, though, that would be a great help. Okay. Alabama. Uh, I, have, I have a list. Of who everybody plays. It may not be in order. Is that fine? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. 
Alabama, 10 and a half. Bang. I'm about to say something sacrilegious, Busby. You're going to go under? Yeah. I, don't, I would never losses. bet. Um, the two games I, that have... I think that they'd be most likely to lose, they're both at home. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, I have Texas LSU. Yep. The problem here is I don't know what Alabama is going to look like on offense with the quarterback position. Uh, uh, Tyler Buckner is going to – we didn't even mention him as a transfer. Yeah, the Notre Dame guy? Mm-hmm. Um, or Milrow, right? Yeah. Or the freshman. I forget his name, too. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, Ty Simpson. Yep. Um, yeah, I have them losing those two. I mean, that – would it shock me? But I could also – I mean, they have – so here's their schedule. The ones I had marked as wins, Middle Tennessee at South Florida, Ole Miss State, uh, at A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, which that's another question mark. Tennessee beat them last at, year. At home again. Right. At Kentucky, UT Chattanooga, and the Iron Bowls at Auburn. And weird shit happens at Jordan Air. Weird shit does happen at Jordan Air. Um, and then Texas and LSU at home. Is it Jordan Hare? It is, but I refuse to say that. So, Jordan, they're losers. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know. It throws, it throws me for a loop that their biggest games are all at home. Yeah, but Alabama is not that big of a home field advantage. I said it. Have Maybe you been to a like, game there? More like you whispered it. But... Have you been to a game there? I've been once. Was it that intimidating to you? I mean, well, it's a it big towards... stadium. Yeah. But half the people leave. Now, granted, if it's a like big game like Texas. But they're not going to leave for to... Texas right. and Tennessee and but it just, LSU. Like, Davis Wade, to me, is louder than Brian Denny. Granted, we get cowbells. But, like, Tennessee, I think, is a bigger one. Florida, I think, is a bigger one. LSU definitely is a bigger one. I've never been to A&M, but – I assume that's a bigger one. And him sick. Um, Alabama is just their stadium's not set up to be intimidating to me. So I mean, it's like I said, it's big. They, they're loud, whatever. But that's any game. So I don't think it's as big a deal. Like at LSU is a much bigger deal than at Alabama. At right. Texas is a much bigger deal than at Alabama. Okay. I am perplexed. I just refuse to bet the Alabama under. I don't think you can make money that way, so I'm going to go over. I would never put money on this at all. <laughs> uh, I also am oddly terrified of how comfortable Nick Saban is going into this season. Is he comfortable because he knows he's done? That's another – like, again, Alabama got my games, man. I've been hurt too many times by this school to pick him under. I Like, if I'm going down with the Alabama ship, I, I feel comfortable going down with the ship. And you know what? They got to come to Starkville this year, Busby. <laughs> Don't do this. I said we could beat Georgia last year, and they were the they, greatest team of all time. Not really. But. We haven't beat them since 2007. It's about damn time. This may be the year. <laughs> that pick six, was it uh, John Parker Wilson? Mm-hmm. Back of the end zone, he's trying to throw to DJ Hall, I think. I can't remember who the cornerback was. Oh, I was I was an Alabama fan this time. I was in the upper. What's the visiting side? Upper, like the opposite. So, like, if I'm in the student section looking to the right, what side is that? Uh, the west side. 
Okay, I was in the upper west side, upper deck. Then I have no clue. I just had a 25%. Yeah. Um, and watch that happen. That was right before halftime. Yeah. I'm trying to remember this we got 114, 116 yards. Anthony like Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. That's I think he good. also had a pick in the uh, Mississippi State went to the Liberty Bowl that year. I think he had a pick in the Liberty Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. That was devastating for a young Ben Williams. They played Kevin Johnson, the uh, like leading rusher in the NCAA, Central Florida. They're so weird. Um, yeah, I think I think you say we are we. I think there's a chance. The dogs catch. I respect it. Arkansas seven and a half. (laughs) I got under. If not now, when Benjamin? If you're not going to do it with KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, when are you going to do it? Under. I had a one in seven. That's fine. Losing to LSU, Alabama, mm. State. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss at home. Mm-hmm. No, at oh, Ole Miss. Oh, yeah, that's my Ole Miss is at home. Yeah. And then who's the fifth? And, uh... Florida. Uh, I didn't know Florida was there. Oh, where's it at? At Florida. I think Florida's going to be doo doo. I don't, yeah, I don't think Florida's going to be good, but at Florida, their road schedule at LSU, at Ole Miss, which, man, at Ole Miss, at Alabama, at Florida. Yeah, it's tough. And then you get AM and Jerry's world, as always. Yep. Um, they have BYU non-conference. A little interesting, but... BYU's going to be bad, too, I think. Also, I'm just not... By, like, KJ Jefferson is good, but everybody's making him out to be this all-world guy, Busby. It's a down SEC quarterback class. Yeah, but it's... It... Okay. Well, I no, I'm with you. That's why, like, I think people are trying to just make KJ Jefferson a thing. I think the Rocket is the is by far the bigger store. Oh, yeah. Just like another school in the SEC, which he, he probably is their biggest star, but a lot of people talk about their quarterback and different quarterbacks, and he's going to be the real problem. I mean, I know who you're talking about. I think you're overstating it a little bit because I think people know that Quinshawn Judkins is awesome. <laughs> I know, but, I mean, people know Rocket's awesome, but they're just – I feel like people just talk about – and that's always going to be the case. We will talk about the quarterback more, but he's fine. I'd say he's above average. Okay. Oh, I agree with you. I think that's a fair take. I don't think he's very good either. I mean, but the media is weird sometimes. Well, you just get harped on certain people. Joe Milton's a new one this year. Oh, uh, we have breaking news, Benjamin. Oh, no. Brief detour from the uh, NFL. Teddy Bridgewater signed with Detroit. Random. I don't yeah. know if that really qualifies as news. It knew it's news that broke. That's fair. Auburn six where... and a half. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you What do you want to know? I was say I want to know when Zeke and Dalvin Cook signed. Um, Auburn, I have under. Under six and a half. I feel that way. Peyton Thorne's not good. I'm way down on Auburn compared to what. Everybody else is. And Jarquez Hunter is probably going to be suspended the entire year. 
They have, uh, I don't know. See, this is the problem. They have five basically auto wins. UMass at Cal, Samford at Vandy, and New Mexico State. I mean, I think Cal's bad, but you still have to go 2,000 miles west. Dude, Cal's going to be licking their wounds, man. They're thinking about deleting football. Their defensive coordinator is Peter Sermon. So. Yeah, they'll be fine. So then you got at A&M, Georgia, at LSU, at Arkansas, Bama at home, and then Ole Miss and State at home. Weird things happen at Jordan Air, though. Uh, yeah, I think they drop all seven of those. I think they go winless in the SEC. Wow. Now, I know the, the math. The math isn't mathing right. I said under. Right. One, two, you three, said, four. but you said they go winless in the SEC. That's seven games. Where's oh, the? I'm sorry. Eight? I'm sorry, Vandy. Vandy. Sorry. Okay. They're seven and one. Seven or oh, one and seven. Yeah, I just I know Hugh Freeze. We've seen it firsthand. Is a very good football coach, and especially on the offensive side of the ball, he's going to make something work. I just think there's. I know he brought in a huge transfer port transfer portal class, but I just yeah, think the typically means struggle. that your team is bad. Yeah, so the talent is lower. I don't know. They're hyped up, man. I mean, that Jordan Hare is going to be rocking. You just made me say I, Jordan Hare. Jordan Hare. Uh, I wish that game was in Oxford this year. Why? Oh, 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 oh. my gosh. He's killing it on the recruiting trail already. <laughs> you see that? That sack oh, yeah. of shit. <laughs> He's a, yeah. I was going to say uh, you'll see it next year, does... but I don't know if they have Auburn next year. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about the new schedule. Um, how's What's Katie's family's thoughts on Hugh? They love him. It's a shame. Eddie loves him. He's a God-fearing man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, five and a half. Uh, three and one in non-conference. You got to find three more SEC wins. Uh, I got to go under. Who they play? McNeese State, Charlotte at Kentucky, Vandy, Arkansas at Missouri, at Utah, Tennessee at South Carolina, Georgia at LSU, and Florida State. Yeah, that's three wins. Yeah, I I would I would take the I would bet that they don't win three more after that. McNeese State, Charlotte, automatic. Vanderbilt at, at home. Yeah, maybe at Missouri. Maybe. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, but the Randy Cook them, would be the best player it. at Florida. <laughs> That's fair. And he's like, fine. <laughs> the Graham Ertz disrespect. The Graham Mertz realistic expectations. That's fair. Uh, we won't spend any time with this one. Georgia, eleven and a half. Under. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. they're they're gonna win every game. Kentucky six and a half. Busby. Devin Leary. I think they squeak. I think they they. I think they squeak away to. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think they squeak out seven wins. 
You think? Um, this one I think is really good over under. I I want to say under because I hate Kentucky. Yeah. But we got Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, three, bang, at Vanderbilt, bang, um, Missouri, at home, at home. Okay. I like the chances there. All right, now it's kind of where it gets dirty. Tennessee, okay. loss, at Louisville. I like who the I'm, chances at Louisville. Who I'm higher on this year, so I'm saying L. Florida. At home. You're saying, okay, so that's six. At Georgia. Nope. At Mississippi State. Nope. Alabama. Nope. At South Carolina. Yeah, they got to win that Louisville game. Yeah. I would pick the over if you made me. I wouldn't touch this. Yeah, true. I think that's about spot on. The people are going to see the Mississippi State game and say that's a win for Kentucky, but the home team has won the last nine. So we're going to dumpster them. <laughs> LSU, nine and a half. I think we both like the over here. Oh, yeah. Is it crazy to say 11 and one? No, I don't think it's crazy at all. I mean, if you're talking about that one being Florida State or that one being Alabama. I have Alabama losing to LSU, so. I got Florida State. I mean, I still like the chance to go 10 and 2. That game in Starkville can be tough, and that game in Oxford can be tough. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about State at Mississippi State. Yeah. 10 and 2. <laughs> um, We'll come back to that one. Missouri, six and a half. This is probably one that's pretty accurate, too. Yeah, this one's tough. Um, South Dakota. Bang. Middle Tennessee. Bang. Memphis. Bang. Bang. At Vanderbilt. Bang. Uh, so that's four. South Carolina. I think no. Kansas State. Mm, Kansas State beat about 60 last year. LSU. But, okay. All these at games Kentucky. at home. I'll tell you. I'll say at it. At, at Kentucky. Okay. At Georgia. Yeah. Tennessee at home. Okay. Florida at home and at Arkansas. I'm I think they there. got four toss-up four. games. Yeah. And you need to win three of them? Mm-hmm. I think they'll be better than people think, but I just don't know if they get to seven wins. I mean, yeah, I and this... I also, like, Eli Drinkwitz, can you win something for once in your I life? I hate that guy. I have no reason to hate him, but I hate him. It's Missouri, man. We have no reason to hate him at all, but we do. We have no reason to think about him, to be fair. You think we're um, the least thought about team for Missouri in the SEC? Probably. Yeah, they they think about the East team, so that takes out like Vanderbilt and Kentucky and all. Those are Ole Miss. I would say they play Arkansas probably. every year. They're connected at the hip with A and M, Alabama. LSU. You have to think about LSU. You have to think about. Auburn, I guess you sort of kind of have to think about. Bigger and they just played them last year in that weird game with their fat kicker, Mr. Fogel. Remember that game at Missouri when Dak – and it's raining? It was just like It was like a Thursday night. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Ole Miss, seven and a half. I think this one's pretty accurate, too. I mean, this one's tough. So we got Mercer. I'm going through wins. Okay. Yeah. Mercer at, at Tulane. Okay. Which I think is more of a toss up than people think. Oh, uh, by the uh, way, those two teams came in preseason coaches poll 22nd and 23rd today. Oh, Ole Miss and, and Tulane. Tulane. I thought you were talking about Mercer and Tulane. Um, Georgia Tech, Garbaggio. Yep. Uh, Vandy. Okay. Louisiana Monroe. Yep. So that's five. And then we got Arkansas at home, A&M at home, LSU at home. I can see two and one in that stretch. Sure. Uh, at State, L, at Alabama, at Auburn, at Georgia. Yeah, their SEC schedule was brutal this year. I think they beat Auburn, but the rest of those uh, road games, they did lose. They need they need eight. Can you find eight? You have two losses in Alabama and Georgia. See, I got them right at seven or eight. If one of those toss up goes their way, I'll I'll go over. I think eight and four. I'll go under out of spite. That's fair. South Carolina six and a half. I think this is an over. Over hammer it. I'm high on South Carolina again, Busby. Why? <laughs> I love Shane Beamer. He wasn't talking to you. Furman, North Carolina at home. Mm-hmm. State at home, which eh, scares yeah. me. Florida at home at A&M. Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky. That's three in a row. Uh, at Georgia, at Tennessee, at Missouri, Clemson. Back into that schedule stinks. So that, that those aren't in order. I just oh, okay. kind of wrote them down how I was thinking about it. Yeah, I, um, I could probably – I could find seven there for sure. Yeah, the problem is I'm high on North Carolina. And I am not as high on North Carolina. I got four or five losses, so that put them at, yeah, seven or eight wins. Yeah, I'm over. Tennessee, nine and a half. Over. Georgia, the only loss? Uh, Georgia and at Bama. Oh, no. See, oh, that's- yeah, I forgot about Bama. That one I think is closer than people. That was one of my maybes with Bama, but I think Georgia and at Bama. I'll take the over two. You got I'll just run through it real quick. Virginia, Austin P at Florida, UTSA, South Carolina at home, AM at home, Yukon at home, poor Yukon. At Missouri, Vandy at home, at Alabama, at Kentucky, and Georgia. They're going to want to beat the breaks out of South Carolina this year. Texas A&M, seven and a half, Ben. <laughs> I want to say, oh, like, because they got Bobby Petrino, and if there's one thing that dude can do, it's usually score points. Uh, there's just such a dumpster fire until they prove it to me, I'm saying under. I've seen it at eight and a half. I would definitely take the under there. They're ranked 25th in the preseason poll. I mean, they got New Mexico, UL Monroe, Abilene Christian. That's three. Auburn and State at home. So, say they win those two, that's five. At Miami, Arkansas, Alabama, both of those at home. At Tennessee, South Carolina at home. At Ole Miss, at LSU. Stuff. I just – I don't see them getting to 
I think they're a six and sixteen, unless they surprise me. But and then and then they're paying Jimbo a massive buyout. Yep. All right, Ben. They have the money. Yeah, Vanderbilt three and a half. They got Hawaii, uh, which is a dub. I got I'm three wins. Vanderbilt didn't get four. They lost Mike Wright, man. So he wasn't playing last year anyway. Um, I got three. Hawaii, Alabama at UNLV. Hawaii who? Alabama A&M. Okay, you didn't say A&M. <laughs> Sorry, Alabama A&M and at UNLV. Then okay. at Wake Forest, Kentucky, Missouri, at Florida, Georgia, at Ole Miss, Auburn, at home, at South Carolina, and Tennessee at home. I think they're going to be scrappy. I think they're going to win one of those games. That's the Mississippi State fandom speaking. You want everybody to be scrappy. Mark Lee, man. All right, Ben. That brings us to our last team. Your Mississippi State Bulldogs sitting at six and a half. You can get it down to five and a half in some places. Hammer it, Busby. Over. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, we should expect it at this point. Yeah, you've been picked last preseason seven of the last 12 years. You've been to 13 straight bowl games, or yeah, 13 straight bowl games. Um, you return everyone, including a four-year starter at quarterback. Sure, you're running a new offense, but like the offense wasn't super great last year. <laughs> yeah, you got a quarterback coming back. That's set records for passing yards. You have receivers coming back, running back coming back. Uh, leading tackler, was that right? Yep. Both uh, leading tacklers. Yeah, in the SEC on the defensive side of the ball. A defensive-minded coach that's shown that he can make his system work in the SEC. Yeah, that defense um, only got better when Jaden Crumity got back last year, by the way, and he's fully healthy this year. So, um, I don't get it. I mean, I get – since Mississippi State, we lost our coach, whatever, implementing a new offense. I think most players there can transition to – I think the offense they were running is going to be harder than what they have to learn now. Does that make sense? If any other team in the conference, Sands Vanderbilt, had this much returning production coming back, it wouldn't even be like a question. Yeah. So, um, I'm high on Mississippi State. That's probably going to – that's my downfall in life, honestly, is being high on Mississippi State. Um, but we got it at six and a half right now. I think you have one, two, three, four, four automatics. Southeastern Louisiana, Arizona, Western Michigan, Southern Miss. So you need what? Three more? You get Ole Miss at home. You get LSU Kentucky. at home. That's going to be tough. At, at, Kentucky. at South Carolina. At Arkansas. No, Kentucky at home. Yeah, you got Kentucky at home. So I think losses, I think let's just run through losses. LSU, which, like you said, could be a toss-up, but I have mm-hmm. us losing that game. Alabama, which we yep. have both those games at home. Yep. Which I have them beating Bama in my heart of hearts. Um, the rest of the games are winnable. Yeah. At Arkansas, you can win at. Ole Miss at home, you can win at. You beat A&M all the time. It's not like you can't go in there and win. At Auburn. At Auburn, you won there two years ago. At South Carolina, definitely doable. Yep. South Carolina's going to be tough, but 
Yeah, I mean, but I don't think they're significantly better than us. I think it's a good game. So I don't see how you set that total there, but I will take the over and I will put a chunk of change on it. <laughs> uh, breakout candidates, Ben, you got any? Uh, I got just one that I thought maybe nobody knew about that I think may be pretty good. I think I'm saying his name right, Dante Thornton. Yeah. Uh, transferred to Tennessee from Oregon. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hyatt, gone. Um, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Cedric Tillman. Yeah, Tillman, gone. So that team, Josh Heupel shows they can push ball down the field. Joe Milton can definitely throw the ball down the field. So I think he's a guy that, just to keep an eye out. Would it be too big of a cop-out to see Carson Beck here? No. And Carson Beck. Rationale? They won back-to-back national championships with a guy that's five foot four. Uh, that went to a Mississippi community college. Like Carson Beck's a five-star athlete. I'm sure he's good. Bang. It's the same. It's the same thought process behind Kyle McCord for uh, Ohio State. Yeah, that's fair. He's throwing to the best receiving core in the Big Ten and probably the country, and this guy's throwing to the best receiving core in the SEC. So, I like his chances. All right, championship game preview. This is going to be boring. You're going to have, oh, LSU and Georgia. Yep. I'm rolling with Saban. Yeah, shocker. Oh, going down with the ship. <laughs> Bama, Georgia, for real. Stepping I way just, out on the I plank. Do not, I don't know why I can't get on board with the LSU love this year. I like, And I was the Brian Kelly fan. I mean, I was the anti, and look what they did last year. I know, they only but got better. Even then, they went nine and four. They lost A and M in the season. Yeah, but Mississippi State had them beat through three quarters, and then I'll, I'll say it out that, loud. Uh, Austin Williams, man, Austin Williams can't field a punt, and everything goes to shit. I think they have the best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, by the end of the season, I think that will be either Beck or um, Joe Milton. No Will Rogers left? Nah, I'm good. Okay. I think Love Dan Daniels is really good. Uh, will Rogers got to figure out how to move his feet. Hopefully, I know he said he got bigger, his arm looks better, but that man has to be able to move his feet and have pocket presence. That's all I care yes. about. Yes. That is a scientific. Stupid sacks again this year, I will die. Georgia winning the SEC? Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. It's really annoying. I mean, we deal with it from with Bama for the past 10 years, so it is what it is. Let's move to the Sun Belt. Okay. The Fun Belt. Win, or, win a conference for once. <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, that's going to wrap us up for our SEC preview. Do you have any closing remarks? No, I'm just pumped. Me too. Uh, Close. should we tease next week or no? What I don't think we really doing? know what we're doing. So yeah, we'll just we'll just leave it up in the air. There could be some exciting things. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, thank you all for tuning in. That's gonna wrap us up, and uh, we will speak to y'all again next week. Bye.